0: Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: Good morning. It is 830 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee along with David Gura. Our economic indicators are brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer, RIA, that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. A lot of numbers out this morning. Initial jobless claims, 257,000. That's down eleven. Uh, that that is up uh, by 9,000 rather from the revised 248,000 last week, but still near historic lows. Big number of the day, GDP comes in at half a percent annualized for the first quarter. That's a little bit lower than the consensus forecast for a seven-tenths gain. Remember, this number is revised quite often. So we will uh, probably see that number change over the next two months. Personal consumption as part of GDP, stronger than forecast. 1.9%. The forecast was for 1.7%. Looking at uh, prices, the quarterly PCE GDP number up by 7 tenths of a percent, which puts a year over year quarter on quarter number at 2.1%. So a move up in a significant move up in inflation, but that's on a quarterly basis. Tomorrow we get the month-over-month uh, numbers that the Fed will be looking for. David? Yes, I want to bring in Nerman Beravesh. He is the chief economist at IHS, joining us from outside Boston, Massachusetts. And so, Nerman, let me ask you about that personal consumption number first. As Mike said, a bit stronger than expected. What do you read into that?
2: Well, certainly the consumer is the mainstay of the U.S. economy. I mean, it's about 70 percent of the economy. So the good news is consumers are still spending, perhaps not at quite the rate they were last year, which was around 3 percent, but they're still spending. I think they pulled back just a tad. Not terribly worried about that. The real drags are still inventories. Uh, which we're in the middle of an inventory correction. And, of course, the continued declines in uh, especially energy sector capital spending uh, and, and, of of course, because of the strong dollar, the net exports. But 75% of the economy, that's consumer spending and housing, are are pretty solid. Uh, So in that sense, I think the 0.5 understates or overstates, should we say, the the weakness uh, of the economy, uh, uh, we're we're on still pretty solid ground.
1: Yeah, when you look at the the numbers, uh, inventories fall to 60.9 from 78.3. You can see the effect there. Net exports, not. A big deal, $566.6 billion. It was five fifty-one point nine. dollars You can see the rate of change from previous quarters has slowed down some, I guess, as the dollar starts to get uh, weaker. Uh, but, boy, uh, the uh, business just snapped its uh, right. purse shut this time. Gross private investment down 3.5%. Mm-hmm. Non-residential fixed down 5.9%. Structures down 107 And as I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, Nariman, but I think – Oil rigs fall under structures right
2: and that 's exactly right that 's a huge part of this story is that that 's where the real drag is still I would say through the through the first quarter coming from remember there was a huge plunge in oil prices in the first quarter, and that rig count that you 're referring to dropped further which which is a indication of the the continued uh, plunge in uh, capital spending in the energy sector. Uh, It's been huge. I mean, it's it's like 30% of what it was two years ago. So it's like a 70% drop in capital spending. That's really the biggest drag right right now on the U.S. economy.
1: How how big a drag is is what's going on globally? Again, you look at the U.S. economy, it seems like it's showing uh, many signs of of strength here. Uh, To what degree is what's going on globally affecting uh, this number?
2: It is, of course, having an effect. There's no question about it. But again, you have to put it in context. Exports are about 13% of GDP compared with, say, the 70% that's consumer spending. So there's an effect, of course. Weak growth overseas, strong dollar, hurting us. But it's not a, it's not a recovery killer, I guess is the way to say it.
1: Well, if you leave out exports and uh, the, uh, leave out the effects of inventories as well, you get real final sales of nine-tenths of a percent. That's the worst performance in a year. That's lower than the fourth quarter, uh, which was 1.1 percent. But, again, I suppose that could be revised.
2: Yeah. Uh, a lot of that, and, and, again, a lot of that is because of this energy sector sort of uh, capital spending collapse that we were just talking about. Uh, but, uh, you know, I have to say these numbers are a little on the weak side. The big surprise, perhaps, or the concern, not a concern, is you have consumer spending uh, at, at 1.9, whereas, you know, in the third, in the second and third quarters, let's say, of last year, it was well over 3%. So consumers seem to be pulling back a little bit. I don't know how long that continues because there's still a lot of tailwinds and a lot of things helping consumers, you know, job growth, good Interest rates low, gasoline prices still low, even though they've come up quite a bit, uh, f- consumer finances in strong shape. So I suspect we'll go back to that sort of 25 to 3% range on consumer spending, which will help the economy, obviously.
1: How about government spending here? Uh, federal well, non-defense spending up 1.5% pace. We saw defense spending down, uh, spending at the state and local level up, though, 2.9%
2: right a lot of the uh a lot of the the federal government i mean it's a little bit of a surprise here cuz uh, uh perhaps if there is a surprise it's it's on that side is that uh, uh you know they removed the so-called sequester if you remember these caps on uh on spending so we had thought and as as others did, the Congressional Budget Office and so forth, that there'd be a bit of a spurt in spending in the first quarter. It hasn't happened. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, it has a little bit maybe on the non-defense side, but certainly defense is still a drag. Um, so, yeah, the federal spending, I would say, is probably one of the bigger surprises in the number today.
1: Well, you wonder if maybe, and this is just speculation, you know, the, the, all, so much of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan were funded uh, not as part of the general budget, but as supplementaries. and so maybe uh that it was difficult to account for the winding down of that uh, defense spending down 3.6% in the first quarter. Of course, uh, we'll, we'll continue our conversation with uh, Nereman Barabas. Uh, well, actually, we will, uh, no, we will not. We thank Nereman for joining us. Uh, we'll continue our conversation with you in just a moment. The listeners here on Bloomberg Surveillance, we're going to go back and take a look at the Bank of Japan decision, or lack thereof. John Vale of NICO is going to join us in just a moment here on Bloomberg Surveillance. All right, it is 8.37 on Wall Street. This hour of Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by BMW Montkisco. Visit bmwmontkisco.com. Here's Michael Barr with international and national headlines.
3: Mike, thank you very much. Bernie Sanders says he's not quitting the race, but hundreds of staffers are being laid off. The Sanders spokesman says they will go from about a 1,000 paid workers to more than 300. The campaign says it's putting its resources in the remaining states that have not held a vote, especially in delegate-rich California. Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump outlined his foreign policy vision during a speech in Washington. Trump's formal speech yesterday called for investing more to beef up the U.S. military, and it also called for scaling back U.S. involvement around the world. Trump also mocked Republican rival Ted Cruz for picking a running mate, even though no one has been selected to be the party's presidential nominee.
0: He has set a record, though. He is the first presidential candidate in the history of this country who's mathematically eliminated from becoming president, who chose a vice presidential candidate. Okay? It's a record.
3: Yesterday, Cruz picked former Hewlett-Packard CEO and former presidential candidate Carly Fiorina to be vice president. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. I'm Michael Barr. Mike, David?
1: Thank you, Michael. Time now for the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update with John Stasha.
0: Thanks Mike, becoming a familiar script for the Islanders. John Tavares, a goal and assist, strong play and goal from Thomas Grice, a win in the state of Florida after asking the Panthers, they took game one at Tampa Bay five to three. The only difference for the first time since their game one win over Florida, they didn't need overtime. St. Prince, two goals in a two-and-a-half-minute span, late first period. Tavares's goal in the second, knocked out lightning goalie Ben Bishop. The Isles hung on. They were outshot in the third period, 17-5. to five. Game two is Saturday. Fourth straight year, Anaheim blew a 3-2 lead. Fourth year in a row, they lost a game seven at home. Nashville won 2-1. to one. NBA Charlotte won at Miami. And Portland won at the L.A. Clippers. And the Hornets and Blazers have 3-2 leads. Golden State moves on easily over Houston. Over the last game and a half of that series, the Warriors Outscored the Rockets by 60 points, and they played that entire time without the injured Steph Curry. The Knicks have interviewed ex-Cleveland coach David Blatt to be their new coach. Mets made it six straight wins, 5-2 over Cincinnati. Another Neil Walker home run is ninth. Matt Harvey, six innings for the win. Yankees lost 3-2 at Texas. Three hits for Alex Rodriguez, including career home run number 690, but not much else. The Yankees have reached four runs in a game once in their last 15 games. In Chicago tonight, first round of the NFL draft. The Giants pick 10th, the Jets pick 20th, the Los Angeles Rams have the first pick with the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update. I'm John Stachauer. All
1: right, thank you, John. We are tracking uh, the um, stock markets ahead of the open today. Uh, We are not seeing a lot of progress. It's a down day around the world. Started in Tokyo with uh, the Nikkei off by 3.6% as the Bank of Japan Decided not to do anything, did not ad- add additional stimulus. That has Europe down, the stock 600 off by three, uh, almost four points right now, 1%. And US futures are lower, the S&P e-minis off by 15, the Dow e-minis off by 144. We will check in with John Vale of Nico Securities and find out how uh, the whole idea of not adding stimulus is going over in Japan. Coming up, John Vale of Nico Securities, as Mike mentioned, will be looking at the Bank of Japan's decision and also the economic data surrounding that decision that came out overnight. Here, consumer prices, household spending, and industrial production, all coming up next here on Bloomberg Surveillance.